0: The Indiana Hoosiers are hosting the Lions of UNA. And here's all I'll say. Just win the game. You are Locked On Hoosiers. Your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. It is the Locked On Hoosiers podcast. I'm your man, Jacob Goins. I appreciate you making Locked On Hoosiers your first listen each and every day. Shout out to the everydayers who are here every single day, which is the motto of the Locked On Podcast Network because it's your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more right now. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started. Indiana hosting UNA, the Lions of North Alabama. Tonight, inside of Assembly Hall, coming off of the almost embarrassing loss and almost disastrous game uh, on Tuesday night when Indiana defeated Moorhead state uh, by a whopping score of 69 to 68. So now the Hoosiers have a chance to bounce back, I think, but here's the problem. How many times have we said that this year, right? Already in this very young, early 11 game season, how many times have we said, Hey, just bounce back against this team. Just beat this team that you're supposed to beat Indiana and we'll be fine. Right? How many times have we said that? So many. And the problem is there have been very few times that this Indiana team has just gone out and taken care of business. Like, especially against teams like this UNA team who they're not very good folks. They're a 500 basketball team. And They've played a couple of teams. Heck, they took Kansas State to the wire in overtime there in Manhattan, but they just are not a great team, and they're not supposed to be, right? This is one of those games where Indiana plays it on a weeknight like a Thursday like it is today, and you're just supposed to win. You're just supposed to handle business. You're supposed to show up, have some energy, have some focus, have some effort, right? and give a crap, and play the basketball game. And then you're supposed to win it, and win it easily. These are the games you have to take advantage of that Indiana's just not doing. Flashback to Tuesday, right? Flashback to the game against the Eagles of Moorhead State. What was the problem? The problem was that Indiana came out flat, They came out like they didn't care. They came out very nonchalant, just strolling the park. We're going to win this thing because we're more talented. And guess what? Here we are again playing a team that thinks they have a chance to win and they give themselves a chance to win because they play so well, especially when you have a guy go off for 30 points, right? And Indiana doesn't play their best. And you're playing a tough game down the stretch. And it took a 20-4 to run. It took a Malik Renew block at the end because they had the final shot. And Moorhead State had a chance to beat you the other night in front of a nice crowd at Assembly Hall. So, what I would like to see in this game is I would like to see a little bit more passion. I'd like to see a little bit more preparation. And I would love to see some more energy. And that's where my focus goes today. We're going to break down what Indiana has to do, some of those players to watch and that type of thing. But man, just some just some effort, some energy, right? Act like you want to be playing Indiana basketball and wearing those famous colors in that famous arena in this famous town. I mean, act like this is where you want to be on your Thursday night before Christmas break. You should not want to be anywhere else, right? I don't care that you're playing a 500 UNA team that you've probably never even heard of. I don't care. Go out and play like it's Kansas. Go out and play like it's Purdue. And let's show up and show out. And for once this season, play a 40-minute basketball game. And play a 40-minute basketball game where you go into it, you're going to be... Massive favorites, I would think. I hope. And go in and just win. Just win the game, man. And have a stress-free night. Continue to stay pretty injury free. I know we're still waiting on Xavier Johnson to come back. And they gave us word the other day that uh their hope for this is for him to come back at the start of Big Ten play. So uh, I shouldn't, we shouldn't expect him to play in this game. We shouldn't expect him to um be a part of. of the team on the floor until maybe when you go to Nebraska. I don't know. We're just going to have to wait and see. So overall, yeah, I want to see a little bit better coaching, right? Mike Woodson, have your team ready. But then it's about the guys on the floor. I'm looking at the starters. I'm looking at the leaders. I'm looking at Trey Galloway, who is playing a lot better, right? We saw it kind of open up against Kansas. Have your team ready. You are the senior leadership now. That's your responsibility. Khalil Ware, you're the leading scorer on this team. Get the basketball and be assertive, right? And I think that goes into the game plan as well. Go inside. Do what you do if you're Indiana. You outsize this UNA team by a ton. They have a guy that's 6'11 that doesn't even play. Their other tallest guy is 6'9. Khalil Ware, Malik Renew, and Mackenzie Mbaco should have a field day today. Inside of Assembly Hall. That's what I want to see. Play to your strengths. Don't overthink this. No reason to shoot 15, 23 pointers in this game because guess what? Indiana can't make them. So, just play your game. Chill out. Play your game. Focus up. Have a little fun, right? Have a little fun like we were seeing on Saturday. And let's get a nice win before the Christmas break, right? Is that too much to ask for on our Christmas list? Is that too much to ask for, for this team to go out and handle business and do what they're supposed to do? I don't think so, but maybe it is. We'll take a look at this UNA team. We'll give you some players to watch, some keys to the game, if you will, because Indiana should win this thing easily. They should. This is not a good UNA team. And I still believe this is a good Indiana team. I do. I still believe this is a good team. We've seen bits and pieces of it. We saw it at the end of that Moorhead State game. Man, that was a good team that played those last eight minutes against the Eagles the other night. That's the team we want to see moving forward, but for 40 minutes of basketball. Show me that you have that. Show me that you can do that. And if you do that here, I think you're going to be in a good spot a good confidence booster, you'll have one more non-conference game, and then you'll get in to Big Ten play. That is what I want to see here tonight. I don't care about getting right. I don't care about forwarding and and turning the tide the right way or whatever, steering the ship in the right direction. I don't care. Whatever terminology you want to use, just win the game. Just win the game, and for once, let's just enjoy it and be stress-free and be able to kick up the recliner when we're done with this one, right? I don't want to be on the edge of my seat for 40 minutes. Look, I love college basketball, and I love Indiana basketball, but I don't want to watch this thing for 40 minutes and be stressed out a word if I had to hop on here and talk to you about a bad loss. I'm tired of that stress. We'll have enough of that in Big Ten play. I don't think we have that here, but I've thought that before. Coming up here on Locked on Hoosiers, again, we'll give you some players to watch, some of those keys to victory tonight for Indiana basketball. As the men hosting UNA later on, we'll give you the latest bracketology as well. Uh, so stick around. You don't want to miss that here on today's episode of Locked on Hoosiers. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to have as many top tier candidates as possible to interview. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. It's super important when you have a small business to interview good clients quickly and fill that open space, that open void when somebody uh, leaves or or gets fired or whatever the case may be, right? you got to fill that void, but you want to fill it with the right person because a small business, each person means so much. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate. Within 24 hours. That is speed that you cannot beat. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash locked on college. That's LinkedIn.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Want to remind you before we get to some of our keys and our players to watch here on Locked On Hoosiers, a reminder that Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league, NBA, NHL, NFL, college basketball, you name it. They have got it. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. And while you're at it, You may as well drop a subscription here as well if you're on YouTube for Locked on Hoosiers. We're making a climb towards 2,000, man. I think we can reach it pretty soon, and I would love for you to be a part of the ride. So we've got a special family going here. Would love for you to be a part of that. So drop a subscribe on the channel if you haven't already. Like the video. Comment down below. I love engaging with you all. And if you're on any of your audio podcasting platforms, subscribe there if you're able to. And turn on notifications wherever you get your podcast because we are free. And available wherever you get your podcasts. Let's look at some players to watch and some of the things that need to happen here for Indiana to win this basketball game against UNA. Most of the time, and look, I think we saw this against Moorhead State. I really do. Your talent is enough to win games like this. Not all the time. We see up upsets quite a bit in college basketball, right? And Tuesday was almost one of them where Indiana. I think they were a double-digit favorite by the time the game tipped off, and yet you saw yourself down by double digits most of the time, especially late into the second half, and you had to come back with a valiant effort to win. So, sure, most of the time your effort, or no, excuse me, your talent should be good enough to win you these basketball games, but I don't want that. I don't care about that because the Hoosiers have proven that that's not ultimately true because a lot of these lower cupcake games, if you will. I put that in big air quotations for those of you on audio. Indiana's not good enough to do that yet. Indiana, this Indiana team, is not good enough to roll into a game and not care and just say, yeah, well, we're better than them. We'll find a way to win, right? We'll find a way to win and figure it out. Luckily, they've done that, but my goodness, they've had every chance to lose. And eventually, if you keep playing with your food, It's going to bite you back. And so in this game, if you're Indiana, go in and take care of business. You're a more than an 85% chance to win, according to ESPN's matchup predictor, uh, according to all the analytics. But you start looking at this UNA team, and let me just read you some of their heights on their roster, okay? Their tallest man, I mentioned this earlier, Ian Nelson, is 6'11". He plays like five minutes a game. He's not an impact on this team. You have Damian Forrest, who's 6'9". Jamal uh, Albritton, I hope I pronounced that correctly. Uh, He's a center, who is 6'9". He doesn't play a ton either. And then your leading scorers are, and the guys you need to watch out for, Tim Smith Jr. Um, You also have uh, KJ Johnson will get in as well. Drake James will play. He's a freshman. He'll play a little bit. Um, You also have uh, Jefferson... And Lane, Jakari Lane will play quite a bit as well. Those guys are six foot, six three. Like Indiana has such a height advantage, it's actually ridiculous. Here's your point leaders. KJ Johnson averages 14 points a game. Jakari Lane averages 13.4 points a game. And then you have two players at 9.8 and 9.6. That's Tim Smith Jr. and Damian Forrest but only two players average double digits. This is a team that they get a lot of points. They just spread it around. And I think if you're Indiana, man, shut down those two guards and KJ Johnson and Jakari Lane, make somebody else beat you. I mean, make it simple, right? Make it simple. Put your best defenders at the guard spot. And really, you're kind of limited at your guard spot right now. Put Trey Galloway on one, Gabe Cups on the other, and say, hey, somebody else has got to beat us, right? Unless they just get hot, like the Lathan kid did the other night, somebody else has to beat you, and nobody else can. I mean, I'm pretty confident in that from this UNA team. As a team, uh, they only grab 37 rebounds a game, and that's really the difference here. Indiana should absolutely dominate the boards, second, third, Fourth opportunities on the offensive glass something down the stretch the other night against morehead state they did extremely well especially malik renew who was in foul trouble a lot of that game i'd like to i'm tired of seeing guys in foul trouble and i think officials they struggle officiating games against indiana because they are so big because they are so physical it's very easy when there's any type of contact or any 50-50 play that's up in the air, they just want to call it a foul and move on because they don't know what to do. They don't know how to officiate that play where the right call is a no call. But that's a story for a different time. Indiana will dominate the boards in this game. If they don't, they're in trouble. This team doesn't turn it over that much. 11, well, almost 12, 11.9. So almost 12 turnovers a game. I want to see Indiana continue to turn the ball over. This team is at their best. The Indiana Hoosiers are at their best when they turn other teams over and they push the basketball and get out and run. Get to the rim and then finish, get fouled, or kick it out for a three for two guys, Trey Galloway or McKenzie Baco. That's it. Nobody else has proven to me they can shoot a three-pointer consistently So if those two guys don't have the ball in their hands on the perimeter, swing it around until they do, right? I expect the Hoosiers to do that in this basketball game. Overall, UNA doesn't shoot it all that well. 45%, not bad. 36% from three, not bad. I mean, that's pretty average, right? I just don't see how UNA competes in this game. If Indiana just focuses up and plays to their strengths, defensively, don't foul, right? If you can defend without fouling, I don't think UNA has the shot-making. Go watch their film. I don't think they have the shot-making ability to A, get good shots off against a tall defense like this because they're going to have to shoot a bunch of threes, which hasn't stopped teams before this season. But I think the height of of these guys for Indiana is just too much. And so I don't think they can score. And then defensively, who's going to stop Khalil Ware? Who's going to stop Malik Renu and McKenzie Mbako? Because The only team I think that can stop Indiana down low is Indiana. Their own coaches, their own play calling, right? We saw that against Moorhead State. We've seen it other times where they start going down low and they start dominating on offense. They score every time. They get fouled. They're kicking it out. They're moving the basketball. Things are going well. And they go, whoa, whoa. That was working way too well. Let's switch it up just for fun. Let's just see what happens. Why? Don't do that. There's no reason for that. I don't care if you score 85 points and 80 of those are in the lane because the other five are at the free throw line. Do it. I don't care if Indiana doesn't shoot a three this entire game. Do it. Because you can dominate this team in the lane on both ends of the floor. Defend without fouling. Don't turn it over. And just get it in the basket. And overall, just win the game, man. Just win the game. Can we all agree we're tired of stressing over these things and over these games? I'm ready for Big Ten play, but I don't know if this team's ready for it just yet. They need a good, comfortable win. This can be that win for Indiana tonight. I think they get it. I hope they learn from Tuesday and they come out focused, punch this team in the mouth, put their throat in the ground, and be done with it. Don't let up. Right, suffocate them and send the lions crying back to Alabama. Right, get them out and go enjoy your Christmas break. That's what needs to happen. You're in Assembly Hall, and I think it does. And I hope that we can hop on here, have a reaction show come tomorrow on Friday, and we can have a good time. Well, coming up here on Locked On Hoosiers, we're going to look at the latest bracketology from this week, and it was before the Morehead State game. But I think since Indiana won, there shouldn't be a whole lot of effect for the Hoosiers. But man, there's some crazy stuff going on in bracketology right now. We're going to talk about that coming up in just a second here on Locked on Hoosiers. Today's episode of Locked on Hoosiers is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. So, if you download FanDuel right now and you're looking to bet on the Indiana Hoosiers tonight, bet them $5 money line. If they pull off the win against UNA like they should, that's $150 just for your team winning, just for the Indiana Hoosiers to beat UNA. That's free money, folks. What are we doing? If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in. On the action, the app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and much more. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Well, let's take a look at the latest bracketology here on today's episode of Locked on Hoosiers. But before we do, I want to thank the everydayers. Thank you all so much for tuning in. If this is your first time or your hundredth time, I appreciate you. I appreciate you supporting the channel, supporting the show. Whether you're on YouTube, you can like the video, subscribe to the channel there. Or if you're on your audio podcasting platform, we are free and available wherever you Get Your Podcast. Uh, as we get closer to the Christmas holiday, I'm just very thankful for uh, for you. I'm very thankful to Locked On. Very thankful for the Hoosier family uh, that we have. Uh, the Locked On Hoosier family that we've built. Plus, just Hoosier Nation, man. I'm so thankful for you guys uh, for everything and all your support up to this point. But, latest bracketology from Joe Lenardi at ESPN. I remind you every time we do this, right? I remind you of a couple of things. There's still a lot of basketball left. It's mid to late December. There's still a lot of basketball. We're just now at the tip of the iceberg of conference play, right? We've got a lot to go here. So things are going to change drastically. Also, with Joe Lenardi's ESPN Bracketology, he has a book, by the way, and you should read that. It's fantastic. This is his prediction, okay? This is his prediction of what he thinks the tournament committee is going to do on Selection Sunday, if it was right now, right? This is not his predictions. This is not his guess on what he would do. This is what he thinks will happen, given everything that's happened and kind of looking ahead for March Madness. Your top overall seed, there's a lot of Big Ten here, so be ready. Top overall seed is Purdue. Your first team out is Michigan State, who have rose from the dead somehow. And then South Carolina is your last team in listen to these teams on the bubble are you ready for this florida from the sec providence from the big east you also have new mexico and washington who is going to become a big 10 school this time next year part of your last four in nebraska so there's another big 10 school kansas state the team that had to take overtime to beat una that that indiana plays tonight Michigan State, your first four out. Butler, one of your first four out from the Big East as well. And a couple of big name teams on your next four out, Texas Tech, TCU, and Cincinnati. So uh, some big schools there, big names, big conferences, Um, your conference breakdown. And this is, okay, reminder on the date from this. Uh, This is from uh, Tuesday the 19th. So keep that in mind, right? This is from the 19th. He releases this every week. But here's your conference breakdown. The SEC, this is crazy. The SEC has nine teams in right now, which kind of shocked me, kind of surprised me, given their slower start in conference or in non-conference play for that conference. But credit to them, I guess. Big 12 has eight. Big 10, yours truly has seven. Big East with five teams in the ACC with five, Pac-12 four, Mountain West four, American with two, and then all a bunch of other conferences have one. Your one overall seeds right now: Purdue, Kansas, Arizona, and UConn. Which that's a really good UConn team. Who's your fans? You know that very well. So we can't feel too bad about what they did to us because they're basically doing that to everybody. So it makes you feel any better. Not me, but it might for you. Some uh, some Big Ten schools. Purdue is the one seed. Um, Auburn there as a four seed. They've gone up. They've continued to win after doing what they did uh, to us here in Indiana. Ohio State as a seven seed. Um, some more interesting ones from the Big Ten. Northwestern as a nine seed. Indiana still in as a 12 seed. Okay? And he's still giving us the automatic qualifier, meaning... They think we're going to make a run. And I don't think it's out of the question. I really, really don't. I know this team has not played their best. I think they did against Kansas, and that's about it. But I don't think it's against the odds. I don't think it's all that crazy to think that this team can make a run in March. Do you? I don't think so. And even if they don't win the tournament, right, the Big Ten tournament, I think they get in just because they have a good year. I think they turn it on. And I think they're going to be in the tournament. And so as of right now, they're in that cursed 12-5 matchup. And God, what a horrible matchup this would be. You'd have to play Gonzaga. You'd have to play Gonzaga at the five spot right now. That's not fun. Mention Washington, a former or a a future, I should say, Big Ten team. You also have uh, some more Big Tens. You have Nebraska as one of those bubble teams right now. Wisconsin. As a four seed, Uh, you have, uh, let's see, you also have, I had another one in here. Illinois, there they are. Illinois at three. Um, Kentucky are, are, you know, Kentucky rivals at five. Um, So, some big name teams from the Big Ten. Iowa State uh, from the Big 12. Miami, another big name team. So, a lot of, a lot of, uh, hey, how about Indiana State? being in the in the dance right now as an automatic qualifier, they'd be a 12 seed as well. That'd be kind of weird, huh? Us and Indiana State both being 12 seeds in this, in this year's tournament. Again, lots of ground to go here. Lots of time to go. But how do you feel about Indiana being a 12 seed? I think given what's happened, I think we should be thankful we're in the dang tournament anyway, right? I think we should be thankful that we're even in the field as it stands because... When you look at our resume, right? When you start looking at it realistically, what have we really done to get in? I mean, we beat Louisville, Maryland, and Michigan. Cool, right? I mean, look, those are good wins for now. But when it comes March, if those are the only good wins we have, we're in big trouble. We are in big, big trouble. So we got some work to do come conference play. But good thing is, Look at your conference schedule. Ohio State, tournament team. Nebraska, apparently a bubble team. Purdue, the one seed. Wisconsin, 24th team in the country. Illinois, 13th team in the country. Ohio State again. Purdue again. Northwestern, tournament team. Right? Maryland, possibly a tournament team. And Michigan State, I think, will become a tournament team. They're going to find their footing again and become a good basketball team. So, Plenty of opportunities for the Hoosiers here, but a 12 seed as of right now tells me this. It tells me we should be thankful to be in the tournament. There's a lot to play, but there's room to grow. There's room to grow, and I think Indiana can do that. There's room to fall. There's no doubt about that, but given our schedule, given the potential resume, this team can climb. And I think they could be flirting with a 7 or 8 seed by the end of it. I really do. I think a 7 or 8 seed is definitely possible if this team plays up to their potential. If they keep playing mediocre, they'll be out of it. And we'll come Selection Sunday, we'll be disappointed. And we're going to have a lot of uh, talking season in March if this team doesn't pick it up. But I think this team will be fine. I think they'll make the tournament. And we're going to check Racketology each and every week, especially as we get into conference play and things are changing literally by the day. That's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Hoosiers. I appreciate you making this your first listen each and every day. Thank you so much for for the support, uh, whether you're on YouTube, whether you're on any of your audio podcasting platforms. If you are on YouTube, like the video, please. Uh, It helps us out tremendously. Comment down below uh, what seed uh, you think Indiana should be right now in Bracketology, your score predictions for tonight, all that good stuff. Want to see you interacting on there. And uh, subscribe to the channel. Again, we are on the way to 2,000. I would love to get to 2,000 subscribers. So uh, we can do that. Subscribe on your audio podcasting platforms. And we are free and available wherever you get those. So uh, do that. Turn notifications on across the board. We'll have more episodes. Reminder, no show on Christmas and no show on New Year's Day. I'll be traveling, spending time with some family, but every other day, We will have a show plus reaction for every game going on. So be sure that you're tuning in right here for all your post-game Indiana basketball coverage on Locked On Hoosiers. You don't want to miss it. Also on YouTube, check out Locked On Sports today. Drop them a subscription. They would really appreciate it for all your 24-7 sports needs. Nowhere else to be than Locked On Sports today on YouTube. Until next time, Hoosier fans, stay safe. And I'll talk to you later.